You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. You're listening to Inside Real Estate, where we go deep into the minds of real estate professionals. Here are your hosts, Paul and Sal. Hi, Sal. Hi, Paul. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good. <laughs> How's everything going today? Pretty good. You look good. Did you take your Adderall all day? No, no Adderall <laughs> today. All clean today. Uh, today we've got a special guest, Amy Dunlap. How are you? Fantastic. Good. Good morning. Good. Uh, today, uh, we're going to talk about how a pre-approval actually works. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about how to sell your house properly because uh, a lot of people out there are trying to sell their house and they may not understand that you got to do a lot of work to it before. And you know, Brad's not here today because he's trying to sell his house and he had to like finish his basement. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make a lot of sense, but it is what it is. Um, and also, I want to talk about people that can't drive in the effing rain. What is wrong with people, Sal? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's tough. just a little bit of water. Just a little Amy bit. Amy almost got into a car accident on the way over here. Yes. And your car is not car accident worthy. Like, I, I would be afraid of you getting in a car accident, that thing. Yes. No, my, my little C-Max. Whew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for the audience, uh, please you know check us out on iTunes. Go to our webpage. Go to our Facebook at Omega Lending. Uh, like, share, repeat, all that good stuff. You can also go to Podcast Detroit. And check us out there. I'm getting good at this. I kind of figured it out. I didn't need Jessica's help at all today, Jessica, right? (laughs) I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Usually I'm like, Jessica, how do they find us? And she's like, you're an idiot. You don't know how to do this. It's your podcast. Stop talking to me. Uh, So first and foremost, uh, Amy, give me some background on you. How did you get into the industry? Um, You know, just, uh, just a little bit about you. Give us a little one minute thing. Yes, one, one, only one minute. Well, one, whatever one, you want. It's one a, long yeah, minute. Yeah, you can do a long minute. <laughs> no, so I have been. Um, uh, I started out in the corporate world, uh, twenty years or so in banking, and uh, just hearing all the mortgage uh, lenders and loan officers um, talk about all the the fun things that they talk about around the desk and try to get deals closed. I just. Uh, spark kind of like an interest of uh, being an agent. So yeah. I, I love sales. Uh, my uh, family is, um, they have uh, small businesses, uh, entrepreneurs. And um, so one day I just flipped the switch and I said, you know what, I'm going to go get my license. And uh, I've been rocking it out. Yeah, you only, have actually. I've only been in it for a short period of time. I did it part-time all last year and full-time this year. And yeah. uh, I've been really successful and yeah. just try to... Keep a positive attitude and just see the deals through from start, start to, to finish. finish. Yeah, yeah. I can attest to that. I yeah. mean, I mean, so, I mean, we've we've done a few deals together, and mm-hmm. you are you've you've learned quick. You picked everything up. You do well for your clients, and you've closed some deals. You're having a good year. Yes, that is my goal: is to put them in strong, close them, and uh, just keep it positive. I mean, that's the point, yeah. right? Getting yeah. deals closed, Sal. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is the point, but you know. Uh, in our business, it's not always because you said you got to keep it positive, right? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of downs. There's a lot of issues that yes. can happen, right? But if everyone works together and, and keeps mm-hmm. that positive mindset, it always ends up, yeah. Out, even if, if the deal doesn't close, right? You know. Yes. So how do you stay positive 
in a situation where, you know, things seem catastrophic. Because, like, I'll talk to an agent sometimes and they think the world is ending because we've got to get an extension because <laughs> something happened, right? It's not, it's not, it doesn't happen all the time. It shouldn't happen all the time, but it does. So sure. how do you keep your head on straight without, like, having it pop off like some of these guys <laughs> and girls out there that are like, yeah. I'm going to effing kill you. Yeah. You're a piece of this. Yeah. Right? I, I actually am that girl that always talks to them and, like, tries to encourage them. And, you know, I just always try to, like, turn any obstacle, any situation that comes my way, I just try to turn it around. Yeah. And I always try to be, like, one step ahead. So, like, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, what if this happens? Then what's the workaround for that? You know, and I always reach out. I have good mentors that I go to. And, um, you know, that way I'm in compliance and I'm doing things correctly. But that, that's the key is just to try to always be one step ahead, try to just stay calm, try to keep everybody else calm. Even if, let's say, I'm feeling like I'm not feeling that calm, I still try to, like, <laughs> stay calm, you know, and just try to just think straight, you know, I think that's be true a- to myself. You know, I, I don't lie. I don't beat around the bush. I tell people up front, hey, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm going. I actually also help other agents even on, like, the other side. And they're like. You know, I call them out. I'm like, I know you're new. Right. I'll help you through this, you know. Right. I'll mentor you through the deal, you know. You said a couple of things that were interesting <laughs> there. You're honest. It's mind-blowing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just very upfront. Like, yeah. this is what's going on. This is what's happening. The other part of that, Sal, I think that we do this well, um, is that we look for the issues prior to becoming issues mm-hmm. so that we're prepared with contingencies or ideas of how do, how am I going to handle this? Like, this is a little shaky right here. I know this. If this right. thing doesn't work. I need to have a, like mm-hmm. a backup plan, right? Yes, yeah. always. Well, I think that kind of kind of lead into one of our subjects yeah. is, is trying to figure out and be honest up front with yourself about the deal, right? And, mm-hmm. and pre-approving someone the right way and or setting up a seller the right way or a buyer with their expectations the right way. You have to know what could happen and what could go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And with a pre-approval, right, like it's real easy to just – Listen to what someone says, mm-hmm. put it together, yeah. run it through the system. And the system just gives you a thumbs up or a thumbs down, mm-hmm. right? It's not like yeah. there's this like like it goes all the way through and we see all the bank statements and because a lot of things can happen in that deal. So so the audience understands and, that, and this is something that we want to talk about. I think it's important for you because it's like it's it, it's critical to a, to a real estate agent to have a proper pre-approval because the last thing you want – is to go all the way through inspection and down two weeks into the deal and all of a sudden there's a problem, right? Yes. That's catastrophic. Yes. No, regardless of the lender, I'm on the phone the minute I get that pre-approval and I am like making sure they're fully pre-approved, making sure all the documents are in, making sure it's like legit. You know, so yeah, so yeah, this is what I want to get important. into for the audience to understand. What is a pre-approval? Right. What is a real pre-approval? So here's what happens in a loan officer's mind, just so everybody can to understand this. A client calls us and they're like, "I want to get pre-approved. I do this, I do that. They give you all the information. Generally speaking, loan officers want to pre-approve them. They, mm-hmm. So they're they're they're, they're not mm-hmm. looking for the issues. Almost they're almost like like oh yeah yeah I got a deal I got a deal I got a deal I got a deal when they haven't really done the due diligence. So when what the proper way to do a pre-approval is you pull the credit. That's one part of it. You have to collect all the documents from the client, income, assets, right. all that stuff. Well, I, yes, yeah. When when talking to a client, right. It's not just like, hey, I pulled credit and I got their pay stubs, right? You have to take a full application and ask all the questions. Do you own any other homes? Have you filed your taxes? Because I've been in a position as a loan officer where it's like, sweet, you know, we got everything. Your income looks good. Bank statements are great. Your credit's super. And then, you, you know, find the out loan there's goes a foreclosure. In, well, no, the, well, or, well, yeah, maybe, right? Or like the loan goes into process and we're 
10 days in because that's how long it takes for the IRS to verify your tax transcript sometimes. And, dude, you didn't file your taxes. Right. Like, oh, like I didn't know I had two, to. Right. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't know. Right. Dude, you didn't file your taxes. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Right. Right. But, so now we're in a scramble to get that all figured out, which. But whose fault is that? That's the loan officer's yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah. For, for not, not asking. Right. Yeah. Right. It's the loan officer's fault for not doing their due diligence up front. So, again, so the audience understands like a good loan officer is going to really dig in. And they're, they're probably thinking as a consumer, like, why are they giving me like the, the like the? Why are they getting so deep into this whole yeah. situation? It's because I don't want you to fail, dude. Mm-hmm. I pre-screen them even like yeah. before I turn them over. I'm always like, do you know approximately what your credit score is? Do you know how much money do you have down? Like, how soon are you looking to move? Like, I always try to like pre-screen them yeah. just so I have an idea because I don't want to send somebody over to a lender that. It's going to fall apart. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste their time. Right. I don't want to waste the lender's time. It, I think time is very So important. that's rare. And you I'll know? tell you why that's rare. And Sal, you, you deal with this because real estate agents want the pre-approval too, right? Sure. Just like a loan officer does. They want that deal to work. So what they're doing is, oh, uh, will you talk well, to I them? I think as a newer agent as well. Yeah. Right? Like you're really – you're looking for the deal, right? And you got this guy and he's got no money or has this really bad credit and it's like, well, what can we do to get him going? And it's like, I can put him on this path, but if he doesn't follow that mm-hmm. or save up, mm-hmm. nothing. I mean, he shouldn't be buying a house, yeah. right? And yeah. it's always like, I think as an agent, you know, you got to keep that positive mindset that if that one doesn't work out, that there's an abundance of deals out there. You kind of have to have an abundance mindset. Same thing as a loan officer. Listen, not that I'm just trying to churn and burn these yep. these clients. But if but you don't qualify, you don't qualify. If you don't qualify, qualify you don't qualify. Not, Here's a plan, Yeah, right? Let's talk again. Let's figure this but out. Dude, but, but right dude, now, you can't buy a house. How many times has a real estate agent said to you, come on, Sal, what can we do? What can we do? It's like <laughs> we have some magic wand that like, right. we can all of a sudden make them yeah. approved, well, right? We don't. And then, you know, I will hear, well, Comerica pre-approved them or something They're like idiots because okay. they didn't take the no. time to do what they had well, to do. Yeah. All I'll, right. They- I'll, find a, I'll find a rental for them. I'll be like, let me put you in a rental. I had this one situation, you and I talked, Paul, where she was pre-approved conventional. We went to put the offer in. I called the lender and they said no. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you pre-approved or conventional? They're like, well, yeah, just joking. We ran the, you know, everything through underwriting, almost through appraisal, and now it's FHA, and she can't get the. It I'm doesn't like, work. Yeah. <laughs> well, so like, so what were you doing in the front end? So and then so again, so the audience understands also. So we get all that information. We pull your credit. We get your bank statements. We're digging. We're, yes. we're actually looking for problems before they're problems. I'm looking for landmines, and then when we take all that information. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, VA, they all have a portal basically if you guys can imagine this. Like when you go to apply for a credit card online, you put all your information in, you push a button and it says you're approved or you're going to get a letter in the mail because you got denied. Yeah. Right? Well, it's like an automated underwriting, right? Yes. A computer system. Yes. And it's got this uh, algorithm that -hmm. essentially says you're approved or not. Says you're approved. It's thumbs up, thumbs down. And sometimes you can play around with that algorithm and say, hey. You can make it If you have another (laughs) – Two or three grand, and yeah, we can always get it to say yes for the most part. If you lie, <laughs> if you right. Do it wrong, right? But sometimes I think, well, listen, you can do this if you do X, right? Mm-hmm. If you get that gift, if you, and you know, if anything changes during the process, hey, when we started it, you had ten grand in the bank. Yeah. Now you know we've updated your bank statements because we had to show things clearing like your earnest money deposit. Now you have six. 
The so, loan is not approved. Yeah, so this unless system, you get it back up to ten. The system's looking at your debt to income ratios, which mm-hmm. means how much money do you make compared to how much you put out every month. So if you don't have proper pay stubs or proper income, and all of a sudden you get the income and it's lower, that's going to be a big problem. It looks at assets. What do, what do you have saved up? What do you have in reserves? What do you have like on top of the down payment? If that changes, that could screw it up. Uh, it, it looks at credit score. If your credit score drops or you make a big purchase, that could screw it up, right? So there's a lot of landmines. So you yeah. like you almost have to. Like I always give it a stress test. Like, what if the assets drop? Are we still good? Mm-hmm. What if the income comes in lower? Right. Are we still good? What if the assets that they have actually aren't theirs and it's a gift? That changes. Right? That things. changes things. And it's uh, it's tough as a loan officer to convey that to someone who's buying a house for their first time. And like, hey, this whole thing is like, <laughs> it's like behind the scenes. We don't even know what it will do, right? You, unless we run it. And once it's in underwriting, we can't play around with it really. I also always like to tell them up front, don't use your credit card. Don't get any new loans. Right. Don't go buy a car. Don't right. just leave everything. You're pre-approved. You're good. Just Can you just wait like 30 to 40 days? Yeah, but I really want that Come, plasma just TV or the, the big TV. Put it LCD. all aside. You know, right. don't. Yeah. Just well, freeze your credit card. I will say about a deal is it's not closed until it's funded. Right. Yes. And anything can change during the process for that borrower, their mm-hmm. employment. I mean, I've had deals where. Within three to seven days of closing, usually the lender will call and verify that the, you're still employed. Yep. Well, yeah, that they're still employed. There's no changes in employment. And I've had borrowers. Well, hey, I got a new job and it pays more, so I didn't think it'd be a big deal. Oh man, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Really? Now we got to get a new. You know, we got to get all your new employer well, it's like information. Congratulations! Yeah. I would like yeah, to know congrats. that. <laughs> so it's a. Im- Important to set those expectations. You got to tell me if anything changes, right? Because last thing you want is to be at the, you know, one yard line and fumble. Again, like getting approved for a mortgage (coughs) is hard. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. And if if it's not navigated or prepared correctly, it puts Mm -hmm. everyone in a bad spot, especially the the agent. And agents out there, stop pushing for (laughs) pre-approvals when they're not pre-approved. Just take the no, right? <laughs> like you've got to be able to take the no, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. You have to. You have to overcome the, the obstacles and see how like how can you turn that no into a yes? Right. You know, OK, fine. You're not pre-approved right now. How about later on down the road? What, yeah. what does that timeline look like? Right. You know, great. You have a roof over your head. You're staying with family and friends. Right. Just do this or do that. Tweak this. Tweak that. Like, then let's visit. Let's you know, right. and, and I'll touch base with you. And then eventually the end result will be. You're going to be a homeowner, right. you know, but you need to like make sure it's within budget and it's going to be so you can like maintain and keep that home too. Right. You know, I don't like to put people in homes just to like put them in homes to like have them call me like a couple months later. Oh, this was like the worst decision or financially strapped or whatever. You know, it's just all around. I always try to make it a good, positive feelings for, you know, good, you know. Well, uplifting. that's the difference between being yeah. like a transactional uh, person that just wants to like push people and like they're not really thinking about the long term effect of it, mm-hmm. uh, and doing good work. I mean, look, it's 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 hard in our business to do good work because we have pressure to sell from everybody. We have pressure from the from the agent, mm-hmm. we have, from the listing agent, from the seller's agent. Mm-hmm. We have pressure from the client. Everybody wants to get the deal done, mm-hmm. but if it but if we're lying to people and we're and a lot of times loan officers will lie to themselves and real estate agents will lie to themselves and say, oh. That income's fine or, or the assets are fine. They'll get a gift later. They'll right. figure it out. Like yeah. there's no figuring it out. No. Let's fig- let's do no. it now. Yeah. Right. Right. There's uh the bridge to cross, right? Should be crossed up front in yes. your mind. Mm-hmm. You know? It's uh it's just one of those things, mm-hmm. man. If you if just do it right, just suck it up and do it right. Yeah. Please yeah. 
Just suck it up. And if I tell you I need something, <laughs> yeah. get it to me. Yes. Don't, oh, why do you need, shut up. Just give me what I need. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it, 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 like, I know I'm being a little harsh right now. It's true. It's true. No, though. it's it's so true. I think for me too, it's per, it's very important for me to also know, like on all levels, like who am I dealing with? The, the customer, you know, the buyer, the seller, the lender, you know, I like to really try to like get to know like what's their personality just so I know how to handle the different, you know, obstacles. How to that navigate may come. everybody. Yeah. 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 Like you might have a listing agent that's just berating people and it's like, okay, I'm going to have an issue with you. So I got to figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. Right. That happens, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't you know. know on the say. outside, it seems for the most part, like everything's like, oh, great. You know, you do mortgages, they close. It seems Pretty much easy pushing papers, right? But like the stress and the emotion that goes on behind it and yeah. dealing with the different people and the ups, the downs. I mean, it's it's not hard. We've closed deals on our end where it's like, I don't know if I don't know if anybody happy. else. No, yeah, I don't know if the person walked away happy and yeah. that's unfortunate, but you yeah. know it that is, is actually true. It is about getting yeah. it done, right? And like, hey, some people are lucky to get mortgages. You know, and mm-hmm. we did our best to do it and it might not have been the best experience, but hey, here you are and you got a house. Yeah, we get right. this a lot, Amy, just so you understand. It's like why do you – like people start getting really upset. I get it. It's a lot of paperwork. Go get your tax returns. Go get this. Go get that. Right? I get it. But in the reality, like I'm doing this because I, ha- I don't want to have to ask you for anything <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and people get mad. Or you already like sent it in one time and then you got to send it in like a couple weeks later yeah. to like somebody else or do something else. Yeah, it's tough. It's annoying. Well, I, I get it. Yeah. But, but you're buying a house. Sometimes people don't understand that. Yeah, conditions, right? A condition mm-hmm. is when a, the loan is past underwriting and they say, okay, here is a list of things we need, conditions mm-hmm. to close your loan, right? Yep. Sometimes conditions create conditions. Yep. Well, I already gave you my bank statement. Well, there's a large deposit. Yeah. yeah. What's the six grand you put in there, right? You just and, opened up a new credit card. Yeah. yeah. What's like this payment to here that's not right. on your credit report? And there's a, a ton of things. And I would say on probably 90% of files, conditions create conditions, mm-hmm. right? So people get a little upset, but we're giving you 200 grand, man. It's a big investment. Yeah, USA is. Yeah, it's a big investment. Well, it's regardless even, yeah. of the dollar amount. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a lot. I mean, 50,000, 100,000, yeah, 200,000, 2 million, whatever. It's a big investment. And you know who the hardest clients are, just FYI? The ones that make a lot of money and have great credit. You know, they're like, oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> I am the most qualified individual on this planet. Why are you asking me for my income? Well, dude, I don't know that. Nobody knows that. Nobody cares who you are. It doesn't matter if you're like <laughs> yeah. the richest human on the planet. You still well, have to go through it. It's not that nobody cares who you are. It's that no. the, the no, computer that system it. doesn't care who you are. <laughs> the computer system and the underwriting guidelines don't care. I mean, if, honestly, if, They're blind if to Bill it. Gates applied for a conventional <laughs> mortgage. He'd have a hell of a time trying to get one. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be yeah. a, it'd be the toughest mortgage. We'd have to go through all his tax returns and those, everything, those and they'd be deals, like, "If you want it, you, that's what it is." Those deals when you're really like when you're self employed, which is really complicated because mm-hmm. you've got write offs, you've got tax returns, ten ninety nine, you've got multiple businesses. Those guys who probably like are super well qualified and can't wrap their mind around like they're being offended mm-hmm. by the fact mm-hmm. that we're asking them for like all their tax returns and everything. Mm-hmm. Those are the hardest deals to get done. That would be an interesting experiment. Right? Well, we're gonna do an experiment. <laughs> I like it. All right, <laughs> like, let's do it. Like let's do. Let's I do implore a someone like. Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, like someone like that. Call us. Apply for a mortgage. Call us. I want to see how it works out. Here's yeah. your agent. We will yeah. we will get you a we will give you a good rate. <laughs> yeah. But call go us through for the process to see what it's like. Yeah. And then you know? and then report on it and tell everybody how hellish it was and you're the richest dude in the planet. 
right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Man, it was almost impossible to get a mortgage, and I'm the richest <laughs> dude on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> right? That is the reality. I mean, and it does show it. Like, it's it doesn't matter who you are. Here's the conditions. Here's the facts, right? Mm-hmm. And someone like that, it might be really easy. They'd just take his assets and depreciate them, and he'd have a wow. mortgage, right? Wow. I but, know. like, I, know. I guess it depends on how they do it. There's yeah. always a workaround. I just want the audience to understand. There's no real common sense in our business. Everybody thinks that it's black and white. There's so much gray in our business mm-hmm. that we have to navigate. It's pretty yeah. tough. Well, and we live in a country where you can get a government mortgage mm-hmm. after walking away from your house three years ago. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people probably right now with three-year-olds, <laughs> right? Yeah. And how fast did that go? How mm-hmm. fast did that kid grow up and look back and, oh, you let your house go and now you're buying another one? Mm-hmm. You can do that. And that's okay. I yeah. mean, I'm not really knocking it. Because they take the proper steps to go through it, but it's not easy. Right? No, it's not easy. It's not easy. So, yeah. So, I mean, it is something that we deal with on a constant basis. So, just, I guess the message to the audience is mm-hmm. don't get offended on a pre approval. Listen to your to your counsel, which mm-hmm. is like your loan officer, your real estate agent. And if you've got a good agent who understands it, and if you are an agent out there, understand that we can't pre approve everyone. And if we say no to you, we're doing you a favor, right? <laughs> If I say no to you, the guy's yes. not 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 approvable. Don't don't take him out. You you. Sh- I have so many agents. This is this is this is crazy. By the way, showing houses to a client that's not approved. No, I won't do it. What do you I doing? don't I don't I don't care the dollar amount. I don't have time for that. No, no. Well, it's not fair to anybody. No, it's like no. it's like me My going time, to like their time, your time. Everybody's time is valuable. You ever go to Vegas? So, no. And then like you walk through like the stores on like in like <laughs> like the the really expensive stores like whatever Chanel yeah, sure. and all that and like you see and I saw a t shirt once. I'm like, man, that's a cool t shirt. And it's like eight hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> I shouldn't be down there. I'm not buying an eight hundred fifty dollar house. I shouldn't be down in this in this shopping area looking at this stuff. So I should. I, well, listen, that's fine, right? You can walk through, you can look at it. Yeah, but it's good. Don't to try have it on. Yeah. Don't try it on. Don't try it <laughs> on. Yeah. Don't listen, try it on. Yeah. You can just go, walk through. Hey, look. You can drive down the street and look at houses mm-hmm. and figure it out. But it's good you to have wanna, an idea. Yeah. You want to sure, get serious? Sure. You better apply for the credit. Yes. <laughs> you know. Right. I mean. Right. I'm not walking into the ice cave unless I'm ready to buy. <laughs> yeah. right. And by the way, the ice cave. Just so you understand, there's this guy in Rochester, Maddie Ice. We call him. <laughs> he sells Rolexes. Okay. Right? Uh huh. Sal. Every every time he takes someone into that building, they walk out like with a new Rolex. Okay. It happens every single time. So Sal's like, "We got to go check out the." I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not stepping foot in there unless I'm prepared to buy a Rolex. <laughs> yeah. That's Sal keeps fair, going. Hey. hey man, let's just go check it out. Let's go look at watches. I know what's gonna happen. I'm like a pushy agent trying to get yeah, Paul like, to buy because I know he can there. and he will. I, I, I don't it's, – it's a, it's, it's a big event. I, you know, I'm not walking in unless I'm ready to buy. Yeah. Fair? So – Or remember that one deal? The the lady said, you know, uh, the gift letter and she's like, well, what if I just sell my Rolex? I'm like <laughs> – Dude, that I'm was like, – oh yeah, that gosh. was her ass. She's like, like I'm going to work. <laughs> that I'm could like, work. But no, it could work. But, but dude, yeah. I was like, dude. Go to the ice cave, trade it in. Can, can, can you talk to grandma? How are you going to track that though? How are you going to source the sale of the fuck? I mean, well – there's a card and it has her name on it because it's a warranty card. She can put that, sell it. Sal's thought about this. He's like, if I ever need, I money. mean, you literally can, right? I mean, it, sometimes I think that it comes down to what's more important. You know, your your what you have, your jewelry, your cars, this and that, mm-hmm. or owning mm-hmm. a house. And mm-hmm. as long as you do it the right way and consult with your loan officer, I mean, mm-hmm. you could make that happen. Mm-hmm. I, had a, as- I had a guy tell me once that he's like, I don't have a lot of assets in in the bank, but I have precious metals. 
And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what kind? He's like, gold bullion. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you going to do, dude? Like, stamp them into, like, little coins and go buy the house? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, here's a sack of, like, uh, nickel, like, like, like gold Man. dollars. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I, I don't got know. a gold filling, you know? Right. It's like, well, I, I don't know how, what I can do with that. I don't know where you got the gold. Did you get it from a pirate ship? <laughs> right? I mean, you can make it happen. I'm sure there's a way to make it happen. But you can make it happen. Stay positive. Uh, <laughs> Literally. So I, I think, uh, you know, on the same effect, right, like selling your house, right, mm-hmm. um, you kind of have to be prepared for that and do the yes. right things and listen to your counsel. And, yes. You know, I go into some of these open houses sometimes, right? We, As loan officers, we like to go to open houses mm-hmm. With the agent and, you know, talk to prospective buyers. But, you know, we sit inside and it's like, man. Can we talk about it? (laughs) Can we talk about it? So we did did one yesterday. Uh It was was a million-dollar house. Yeah. It was – it was tough. It was a million-dollar house. Uh The the, the house is actually very nice. Like 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 an awesome layout. Awesome layout. Okay. Um, We walk in (laughs) and the overwhelming stench of – this lady was a cat lady. Uh, Fair yeah. enough. She liked cats. Mm-hmm. I get it. There was cats everywhere. It smelled so bad in there the whole time. You, and you the, usually go nose blind after a while. Yeah. I, I didn't go nose blind. Yeah. I just kept smelling cat. And then outside, she had feral cats. She had like 15 oh cats gosh. outside that just lived <laughs> in. Like, these cats had the best life ever because they like would walk up. They had food. Listen, it was water. a cat haven. Yeah. Like, if I was a cat, haven. I'd love That's to amazing. go there. It's a for a cat. If I was a cat, I would yeah, love to amazing. go there. But as a buyer, <laughs> no, right? Like as a, as a real estate kids. agent, I would be telling my seller the good, the bad, and the ugly. And gotta, I gotta, would be like, yeah, "Hey, kill the can, cats. can but we that's a real, open gotta, some windows? Listen, have, clean the yeah, kitty litter box. How do you tell someone who's like a cat? Uh-huh. Like, there's pictures of Maester. I don't care. There were, there were cats yeah. everywhere. I, I, mean, that's, that's I give the them the truth, good, right? the bad, the ugly news. If they want me to help them sell their home, this, do what is, I say. this is what they need to do. This is my suggestion. This is my opinion. And I'll give that to them. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. How hard. So but, but that's the you right know? thing to do, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, take it or leave it. You right. Know? And, like you need to you get know, killed. Hopefully, hopefully you still love me at the end because I'll get your house sold. But you're you know? doing. And the right But clients. it's hard to do the right thing sometimes. It really is. No. Surprisingly. I mean. Yeah, I understand that. I, I hear that a lot, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, everywhere. you're spending Again, that like, money, you know? It's like... Staying true to yourself. I mean, if you have the money for a million-dollar home, right, you can you can get your carpets clean, you can wash the walls, you can, you know, pay somebody to, like, clean out all those kitty litter boxes, you there know? Was maybe hair. even I mean, ship the cats somewhere else. Go, there was, there go was get, like, Febreze. There was cat hair yeah. everywhere. There was, like, in the corners. You know, and... I'd like to hire <clears> cleaners. <throat> I'll, br- I'll bring my own cleaners, just like a, yeah. a lick and a promise, just like a... You know, so let's, let's talk about. Yeah. It. Let's let's okay. bring it down a little notch from the million dollar house, mm-hmm. though, right? Because mm-hmm. clearly, someone, for the most part, right, unless they're in a dire situation, could switch that around. Listen, hey, you yeah. got to spend fifteen grand, right? Yeah, yeah. And this will be perfect. Okay, but like, let's talk about someone who might not be in that position, right? One hundred fifty thousand dollars sale. They're you know maybe thinking about running after because mm-hmm. it's a lot of responsibility. And their house might be in some disrepair. What are like some simple things or little things that people can do to to help that, right? Sure. So what I uh, usually do with all my clients when I'm uh, listing their home, I'll walk through it just as if I'm like the buyer. 
and I'll I'll say, okay, well, great, you have these nice, you know, um, doors, hidden doors, pocket doors, but there's no handles. I don't even know they're there. Mm-hmm. Put some handles on the door, open them up a little bit. You know, I'll just kind of walk through and just, um, you know, again, we already talked about cleaning the air of any any smell. I mean, one one home I walked in the basement, I opened it, and I'm like, I'm like, ooh, this smells Is that like a dead body? something in here. You know, it smelled like raw, like sewer and i'm like something's something's going on in here and i looked at the homeowner and i said i'm sorry but you have a smell in this room and he's like really and i'm like yeah he's like you know what i had nose surgery i don't smell anything and i'm like he's like no no it's not sewer it's something to do with the garbage disposal raw food whatever i'll I'll get it fixed we'll disclose it blah 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 and i'm like perfect i'm like thank you you know but i mean those are issues those are things you know you got to be upfront honest so i don't like seeing sellers plunk a ton of money into their home, like, and thinking that they're going to get that back out. So I always ask sellers, you know, hey, if you have, you know, make sure you have neutral colors on the walls. You maybe update some of the lighting, maybe update some of the appliances or add concessions into the, you know, remarks. You know, let's see what we could do. Just bare minimal, you know, mow your grass or I'll have a la- landscaper. I'll have a, a company come and mow your grass get rid of some of the weeds, just clean up a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, and, and take your time doing it. Don't do it like halfway either, you know, because people can see that homes aren't like fully kept up, you know, make the, sure the drains are away from the home. Like yeah. I always try to like look at it as like an outsider. Looking the way at that it. I, the way that I put it, it's like you're going on a first date. Would yes. you, wouldn't you clean yourself up to the best of your, of your ability? Yeah. Right. You, I mean, you're not going to, like I've said this before, you're not going to hit the gym and get like all swole <laughs> before the date. There's, that's too much work. There's no, there, you don't well, have look time. Yeah. Listen, yeah, look right. Cover yeah. yourself up the best you can, and uh, your house is not good. a new construction house. We right. no. get that, but no. hey, clean up some of the vents, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. Declutter the stuff. Yes. You know, throw throw some perfume in the air. You know, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Stains out of here. If and if it's that bad, rip yeah. it out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I like, mean, don't redo your carpet kitchen. cleaning. You're no. not redoing your kitchen. No. no, because the next person that's looking at the home, depending on the dollar amount and who it is, they're going to want to add their own touches. They're right. going to want to like do their own things. They're not going to want like a pristine, top notch home. Right. You right. know. Yeah. So I always just try to think of like all the aspects and all the realm of, yeah. of what well, it do, can be. Yeah, do the things yeah. that a buyer would think would give them the most utility up front, right? Yes. And I think sometimes people think, "Oh man, I'm going to finish my basement like to the hilt." And mm-hmm. then sell it. And it's like, man, one, <laughs> you know, that's awesome. It might appeal to a buyer, but it won't help you in your price, right? right? I mean, if the basement is like the one of the least attributed factors to an appraisal, you know, it's and, and if other houses have a finished basement or even mm-hmm. a basement in general, it's like, all right. It's a small adjustment. Five grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you might have put 50 into it, right? Like you've got, I've got a home theater down there and blah, <laughs> oh blah, blah. But that's not, you're not getting that's dollar not for dollar. That's yeah. for enjoyment, <laughs> yeah. not an investment. That's right? not it. Yeah. yeah. And people don't get that. Well, like yeah. when, when we're talking about actual appraisals, like we've talked about this before, well, you might have gold toilets and then each one costs you a hundred thousand dollars, but it doesn't no. increase your value by a hundred thousand no. dollars. I put a million dollars in my backyard. Nobody cares because that's, that's your it's million cute. dollars. It's what you wanted, but it's not what the next person wanted, right? Yeah. They, they may not want that cat haven. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, hate I mean, it was everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it would have been, it was cat heaven. I mean, it would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking Amy, everywhere I'd look, there was another picture of a cat or a painting of a cat, and all I could smell was cat, and not one person came. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> Man. So that's not good. No. You know, not good well, it's probably well, good that nobody came. I think came. it was, uh, there's factors why I didn't, why well, yeah, people didn't different. come. Yeah, it's different. But I think people will come and probably of give course. some feedback, oh, yeah. right? Sure. Hey, this house is going to get knocked down a couple hundred grand. Yeah, and then you know? some probably. Yeah, I'm because sure. Because the person in that price range that wants that house, 
they either want it perfect yeah. and not do anything mm-hmm. or they want a deal so they can make it what they want. And it is yeah. funny too. Clean you got to think of like uh, in those situations, if you have pets, mm-hmm. I mean there are a lot of people out there with allergies to pet dander or whatever, right? Yeah. Like I know my parents, if they walked in, they have cats. It's no, done. I'm out. Yeah. No, I, I've been I'm hospitalized be twice. House. You have? I've been hospitalized twice due to cats, yes. To cats? Yes. You would have died in this house. Uh, and I would have still like helped them through that transaction. But you would have, you would have gone to the hospital. And think if you had young... I would be sneezing the whole time and you... taking medicine and saying some prayers over myself. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I'd still make it... I'm the agent. I'd still make it work though, right? Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, well, let's go outside. You know, Amy's got a gas mask on. She's like... <laughs> Imagine Ari outside running through the sprinkler. Ari is Paul's son. Yeah. Yeah. You what bought that house. You just spent $1 million. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He's out back playing in the sprinkler, and you just hear cats just scratching him up. You know? Because yeah. you bought the cat haven. Yeah. You know? I don't I know mean, how you, what you do. What do you do with those feral cats? cats out there that could bite him? Do you, do you relocate the cats? <laughs> do you call kill? animal control? I think you get a dog <laughs> that doesn't like cats. Yeah, that too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't like cats. So you just get a predator? They think cats are strange. I like, <laughs> they like to hide under couches and scratch your ankles as you walk by. Cats are assholes. The only cool they thing are. about cats, cats are is that they a hundred percent. What is sweet? Jessica, though, do you have is... cats? No, but my my roommate does, You're and they're like, awful. Awful. How many cats? They're disgusting. <laughs> There's two. There's two of them. Well, yeah. and, and a cat. I'm a dog person. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cats are gross. And I mean, cats like, hey, come here. You know, it's not going to come to you. <laughs> the only cool thing about cats is you can give them catnip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you, you let you want to get your cats high. Is that it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it but necessarily. I think it just it, makes it, them happy. It gets them high. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's like yeah, it's like yeah, they're drugs for cats. I mean, for me, cat, cats are cute. You know, I I would I would I wouldn't mind having a cat. But yeah, I'm just so allergic to them. Yeah. And actually, you know, that also is what helped me get into the world of sales. Is I, I used to be like the number one pet store lady would like push fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand dollar cats and dogs off on people. <laughs> oh, <you laughs> they would they cat. would buy the whole kit and caboodle. I'd be like, see them coming through, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'll wow. be a guy who'd probably. I, I mean, unless. I have a daughter who, that I just can't say no to. Mm-hmm. I'll never have a cat in my house. No, I won't have a cat. I no, ha- I no. can't have a cat. No. Yeah. yeah, I just look at them from a distance, and you know, cats are assholes. They like the old pet them, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, and they'll like eat you, dude. Like all of a sudden they're beat, like they're scratching up. Well, I mean, you know, you see people and they got these terrible scratches, and what happened? <laughs> Cat scratch me, but the scratches get infected. And now you're holding like, them again. Oh. Gross. Yeah, because yeah. they walk around in litter. They're gross. Yeah. Well, they, they, I mean, they, they do like chase around like mice though too. So they can be, yeah. you know, there's some good to that. Get stuck as in well, the, the vents know? and die. I had <laughs> a friend. This is not a cat right. show. Yeah, <laughs> we got like about three more minutes. I don't know if we want to spend it on cats. <laughs> so yeah, clean your house up. Yeah, it's you very know, important. if you're gonna list yeah. it, I mean, make it look nice. As you see these I've, listing pictures, and there's mm-hmm. clothes on the floor. Ugh, like if no. I had, if I was listing my house right now, I would have to go down and hold my little brother down by his neck and say, "Clean this room up," because it looks like it's just a stop. It looks like your it's little gross. brother's house. Yeah, or or you could have me as an agent come in and say, <laughs> Sorry, "Look, Paul. I will 
clean up that room for you. I'll hire a company to do that. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to do it. There's a workaround. You know, you don't have time to do it. There's a reason why the room is like that. And you know what? You You probably don't even, I mean, it would take five minutes for him to pick all his clothes up off the floor. Yes. Just take five minutes. Throw it in the closet. Well, no, no, because you have to clean the closet. No, no, no. You have to keep it organized. You can't just stuff stuff around. (laughs) Put it under the bed. Yeah. That might work. Someone's going to look under the bed. Here's the yeah. thing. The top three things, in my opinion, you correct me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong, is declutter the house. Make sure it's clean lines. Yes. Make sure it's all clean. Clean the house. Yes. Uh, yes. Make sure there's no smells. Yes. Because like, if someone walks into your house yes. and it smells, they're out. Yes. Period. Yeah. And then paint. I think paint's the yes. easiest thing you can do. Yes. Right? You, if, yeah. And actually, if you paint your house, your house will smell new again. Paint, mm-hmm. drywall things, right? Yeah. Easy stuff like that. So just so everybody knows, Brad Weisgerber's not on the show today uh, because he's doing exactly that. He lives in Flint <laughs> and he's trying to sell his house in Flint. And his he this kid has done more work to his house prior to like it's like weird to me it's like if you were gonna do that much work why'd you sell he did it, he refinished his basement oh my gosh. he like redid work on the outside he like did all this stuff so he's not there to not, mm-hmm. not here today because he had to finish that work so he can show it and sell the house he should just rent it out nobody's yeah. gonna rent it bro sure nobody's buying it <laughs> come on man I have a, I have a friend that, I have a friend that does rentals in Flint yeah yeah, yeah. why yeah I don't know. Kettering, he, Kettering's in Flint. Is, he, it, know, is it around Kettering? He had an offer. <laughs> he actually had an offer, and he turned it down. It's really funny. Oh my gosh! So really? yeah, because I'll, and we'll we'll end on this last thing. So people understand. Um, a lot of times, people can get qualified FHA, but in today's market, it's really hard to get an FHA uh, offer accepted. Mm-hmm. And so, from a listing mm-hmm. agent standpoint, Amy, or like even like a, a real mm-hmm. estate, mm-hmm. talk to the audience and tell them why, from your your perspective, why. Right now, FHA, unfortunately, is not winning deals, right? Again, I think it really goes back to the agent. So if I have an FHA client, um, well, either side, I always look at the transaction and see what does it need to take to make it to be FHA? Mm-hmm. Or let's see if there's a home that's listed conventional. Why is it not listed FHA? Like, how can I turn it into FHA? Because I have a buyer that loves this home. Right. Mm-hmm. So I always try to, like, look outside the box and see how can I turn it into maybe an FHA? Yeah. Or how can I turn them from FHA to conventional? Or VA is tough, too. A lot of people don't want to do VA because they don't know anything that's a about tough it. Flip, right? You know, it's they, not even comparable. Yeah, there's to, a lot of agents out there that have, hasn't even like done VA. That's so a travesty because people don't understand it's VA. Sad. It's the best yeah. loan in the market. If you're a yeah. veteran you, yeah. and you can do VA, there's no better loan option. And really. it is unfortunate. Some sellers are kind of closed-minded to that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, got a good buyer. Is your The home's yeah. in good condition. They right. qualify easily. and. Hey, this guy just came from overseas right. and wants to buy a home. You're yeah. not going to help him out. Yeah. And I've had that call with yep. with listing agents or sellers, and they're like, "All right, you know, it's, we'll make it happen." I think a lot of it too is the agent not like not knowing like know. what what yeah. in, what it entails. You know, I think what's happened in the past a lot of it's got a bad rap because mm-hmm. you know FHA in general was taught is tough because it's the 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 appraisal is a little bit more in depth. Mm-hmm. So FHA is easier to qualify for. Mm-hmm. There are nuances about mm-hmm. it that like make it tougher on on like the actual appraisal because there's like weird things like you need handrails. It's antiquated yes. stuff, paint, right? Paint, paint There's yeah. chipping paint, so you got to go out there and paint the yes. uh, paint the thing, right? So if if I'm selling a house and I'm a listing agent, uh, I'm going for path of least resistance. I'm going for the conventional where I don't have to deal with it. Well, the new thing too with FHA is make sure all the appliances are working as well. Which is that's weird, the, right? That's the so think thing. about that, right? So yeah. you, you you have a dishwasher. I had this happen. <laughs> so there's a dishwasher. It was a brand new house. It was an FHA deal like out in uh, Brighton, I think it mm-hmm. was. And the appraiser goes there and goes to turn on the uh, – 
the dishwasher and it didn't work. It wasn't plugged in, dude. <laughs> it wasn't oh plugged in, so it failed the the inspect the the appraisal. They they conditioned for it. So then they had to plug it in, <laughs> had to send the appraiser back out. He made an extra $150 because yes, yes. it's a reinspection fee <laughs> just to see that it was working to close the deal. Yeah. So that that's one of the things. That's that, Those are the nuances that people mm-hmm. are shying away from for FHA. So buyers out there, if you're, if you're getting like an FHA approval, you might also want to try to mm-hmm. see if you can get, get approved conventional. Even yes. though it might not be as good of a deal for you, it might get the deal done for you. Right. Does that make sense? So yeah. I've had clients that have that are FHA. I give them two approvals because they are conventional, but the FHA actually makes better sense because when you have lower credit scores, really, the FHA is more palatable with interest rates and everything like that. It, well, conventional is also good, too, if you're dealing like a highest and best as well. Always. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're going against an FHA, yeah. uh, your offer might not even be as, as strong, but yeah. because you're conventional, you're getting it. Which is- well, and, and most of it's a stigma. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, granted, there is that whole appraisal complication, which I obviously – Makes sense, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like, hey, this this deal is as sure to close as someone who's buying cash. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much, and it, well, maybe not cash, but you know, putting fifty <laughs> percent down on a conventional loan, and it's unfortunate because a lot of good people miss out on good homes that would have been perfect for them. But it is what it is, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you're buying a house with FHA, I mean, it's because you put yourself in that position. Yeah, not yeah. In a, not on purpose, but that's the position you're in. So, right. Amy Dunlap, tell the audience how they can get a hold of you because we're at the uh, the end of the show. Yes. Oh, ding. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. Um, yeah, so they can just uh, call or text me, 248-798-0517. Again, 248-798-0517. I'm on Facebook. Uh, Amy Dunlap, D-U-N-L-A-P, the Zooming real estate agent, because I am licensed in Michigan, so I do Zoom around You're Michigan. all over the place. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm, I'm well-diversed, uh, given past experiences, so yeah. looking forward to... Uh, you know, zooming around and helping people out. Yeah, to the audience, she's a good one. She really is. Oh, she thanks. does. A, she does a really good job. I'm very, very proud of your development. I've, I've seen it from the beginning to the end. It's been yeah. great. Um, f- find us on Facebook at Omega Lending. That's the name of our company. Mm-hmm. Cell that we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's what we do. Um, really? all, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, also, you can go to iTunes, uh, Inside Real Estate. It's really easy to find. Please like, share, give us reviews. I mean, we're, we're doing our best here. Uh, <laughs> Google Play, Podcast Detroit. Jessica, can you say bye to everybody? Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Have a good day, everyone. Thank, <laughs> Thank you so you. much. Thank See you guys next week. Yes.